Welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Snowboarding, sponsored by Mountain Vibes, featuring your host, myself, Nate Haust, Emily Sarger, Jared Shinoda. Today, you're going to get to know a little bit about all of us, as well as learn about Mountain Vibes, the amazing nonprofit which helps disadvantaged youth through snowboarding. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's get it rolling. First off, I'd like to introduce Mountain Vibes co-owner, Emily Storger. How are you, Emily? I'm doing well, Nate. I'm actually in Utah right now. I'm sitting on my bed. <laughs> I don't have my office here, but... Sitting in a recliner. So I'm, I'm laying on my bed. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad we were all able to jump on this podcast remotely. Totally. Oh, yeah. So, uh, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Mountain Vibes. Well, I'm a proud co-owner of Mountain Vibes with Justin, as well as one of the co-founders of our Good Vibes nonprofit to help the at-risk youth. I've been here since the beginning, helping Justin form the family we have today, and I've been snowboarding since I was super young, and I split my winter season between Park City, Utah, and Southern California, but I do try to make my way to other mountains when I can. I also have a degree in computer science, so I, I really enjoy working on all the technical aspects of Mountain Vibes as well. That's awesome to hear. You know, it's certainly a very respectable business model that you guys have and something that's fairly uncommon uh, within this industry. And so uh, where are you originally from? I'm from Oceanside in Southern California. So even though I grew up kind of surfing by the beach, I quickly found my love of snowboarding by going to local mountains as well as traveling up here to Park City. Yeah, I love Park City. Utah is great all around. So unfortunately, you know, Mountain Vibes founder Justin wasn't able to join us today. When did you two meet and how did the idea of this nonprofit come to fruition? We met four or five years ago and Justin had said that he really wants to build a family of snowboarders and find a way to give back to communities through snowboarding. Um, he especially wanted to target abused and at-risk youth in order to teach them about the benefits of having positive outlets in life like snowboarding as opposed to turning to drugs, violence, or other self-destructive behaviors. I personally have experience teaching some disadvantaged youth about um, how to make video games. So I was immediately on board with his vision to help communities through snowboarding. So here we are a few years later and we've helped so many kids, but definitely still wanna help you know, millions more. That's really awesome to hear. You know, of course, I'm glad that you guys did start up this uh, nonprofit. Um, I wanted to jump over and introduce our other host who's been a part of Mountain Vibes for a few years. Jarrett, how, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Nate. How about yourself? I'm well. I'm well. You're good. Good. I hear you're, you're quite the industry wizard. When did you start snowboarding and what was the main factor that you know, had you hooked on snowboarding? I've probably been snowboarding for about 13 years now. Okay. Um, so I probably would say I really got into it as like a positive outlet to go with like my friends. Parents taught me like how to ski when I was younger, never was a fan, but then I finally started snowboarding with my friends when I got older and it was just like a great way to get out with my friends and everything. And by the time I was 18, uh, I was just like going up to the mountain with my friends all the time. I'm based out of Fresno, California, so we have a little resort. It's called China Peak Mountain Resort. Little, little resort. Nothing like your typical Tahoe or like Mammoth style big resort, you know. It's little rinky-dink, little 70s-style chairlifts and everything. So we made the most out of what we can there. And so pretty much I just ride there a majority of the time and then travel between there and Tahoe, Mammoth, uh, whenever I can, and then anywhere else like Colorado. Very cool. Very cool. You know, Jarrett was one of the first reps that we brought on, and we really enjoy having him as part of the family. 
He'd been to all the events with us. He's helped me run the booth and some things behind the scenes. So <laughs> it's always a good time when Jared's at our events. I've yeah. been helping with like the nonprofit side and all the events for probably like three to five years now. So it's been, yeah. it's been a good time. We're super thankful to have you and you as well, Nate. I actually want to flip the conversation over to you now and get to know you better, being that you're actually a professional snowboarder and get to experience things in the industry that most of us listening probably don't get to. Thank you, Emily. I, you know, I do appreciate that. First off, I do want to say how excited I am to be a part of the Mountain Vibes family and help out with these charity events. You know, of course, uh, there's definitely a bit of a gray area in what classifies someone as a professional nowadays. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I'm there yet. Um, it's very humble, too. <laughs> you definitely are. <laughs> okay. But, well, either way, you know, with all these social media outlets, uh, it's super easy for anyone to gain, you know, substantial recognition. That's true, but you have definitely earned all of the recognition that you have. And with that being said, why don't you tell us, you know, how long you've been snowboarding for and where's your home mountain? You know, I grew up in a small town in the Berkshires located in Western Massachusetts. My home mountain was a sweet little spot called Bosquet. And I'm sure you know, alongside many of you, I started skiing at first. However, I made the transition to snowboarding around age 11 or 12. Luckily, my home out in that night riding, so I was able to get dropped off there after school and rip until around eight or nine. You know, I ultimately spent a ton of my time uh, in my younger years at that mountain. That's really awesome. Night riding after school as a kid was one of my favorite things to do, and it's really cool to see that you went from riding those smaller mountains to being out on the West Coast riding places like Tahoe and Mammoth. Yeah, exactly. I know that you've also done a pretty extensive list of contests and you've podiumed it quite a few. Um, in case I don't know, want to tell the listeners what discipline you typically compete in and what some of those accomplishments are. You know, I guess rail jams are my discipline, but um, you know, to, to start early on, you know, I started competing and traveling around to these USASA competitions. I ended up doing pretty well with that until I ultimately grew out of it. I uh, came to the conclusion early on that I was better with rails than I was with jumping, which seems fairly common coming from the East Coast. And I guess, you know, I did okay with that. There's a handful <laughs> of podiums that I'd like to talk about, but, you know, I'm most stoked on Dutor, Aaron Style, uh, Rails to Riches, and a bunch of the Corinthia competitions. Funny story about Rails to Riches, if some of the listeners don't know, this was definitely the most prestigious and longest running competition of the East Coast. Uh, you know, a handful of huge names have come through and won. Either way, I'd been going to this event for a bunch of years growing up, was never able to get a spot in finals until one year something clicked and, you know, I somehow won it back to back. Word on the street is they'll stop inviting you once you've done that. Although, unfortunately, that was the last year they held the event. So I guess it worked pretty well for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, congrats. It sounds like it worked pretty well for you. It's awesome that you went from you know, smaller USASA competitions to getting on the podium at bigger name contests like Dutour and Aaron Style. And I've actually been able to witness you live and in-person snowboarding at some of those events. And I, I gotta say, I was blown away by your level of talent as well as your insane style that can't be missed. So you're definitely an incredible rider. Thank you. Yeah, I really do appreciate that. And I know that through doing some of these contests and traveling, you've gained a bit of exposure. So who are you writing for right now? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I've got quite a few sponsors. I'll start off with Rome Snowboards. Those dudes over at HQ are incredible. Their product is top-notch. 
you know, honestly, that's the best board and binding combo I've ever ridden. Uh, I've got Qmile for outerwear. This is a company out of South Korea. Electric eyewear, goggles, shades, um, deluxe boots. These are by far the best boots I've ever put on my feet. Uh, Nanocraft CBD and, of course, Mountain Vibes. As well as, you know, I've got the Garden MA, Check the Feed, Drink Sandinista, and Edible Espresso. And that just about sums it up. Well, all of them are lucky to have a guy like you supporting them. And we at Mountain Vibes are incredibly honored to have you helping us with our charity events and spreading the awareness that there are kids out there who do need our help and that we're going to help them through snowboarding. No, totally. You guys are really doing, you know, something that's incredible. And I'm, you know, I'm honored to be a part of this with you and to go to the events and help out with the charity. Definitely. So you have all these sponsors now and you've done the big name contests, but tell us, how and when did the doors really open for you in snowboarding? You know, it certainly didn't come overnight, of course, but I guess it started pretty early on. Uh, I used to go to various summer camps when I was, you know, just figuring out how to snowboard. Mainly, these were either Camp of Champions, uh, which is in Whistler, or Wendell's, which is at Hood. And I can say, you know, for certain, you end up meeting a lot of people in the industry when you're at Mount Hood in the summer. On top of that, you know, there's a shop back near my hometown called The Garden, this was actually my first sponsor. Um, so the owners, you know, had a huge part in connecting me with companies within the industry. And I, of course, owe these guys a ton. Other than that, I gained a lot of recognition from, you know, various small competitions. Although I think what helped the most was some of the webisodes that I was a part of. There's like a Bush League, which was out of Sugarbush, Corinthia Sea Sessions, which is a series of edits out of Mount Snow. So that helped a lot, but I guess just, just ripping around, people tend to take notice. It's definitely the way that you ride, that's for sure. Can't miss that style. I, yeah. think, I appreciate that. Have you had any defining moments in your career or any memory that kind of stands out more among others? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's honestly so many to choose from. And I love traveling around and seeing and riding in new places, but, you know, especially doing it with, with friends. Uh, I would say one memory that kind of pops into mind was when I was at Aaron Style when it was when it was held in Los Angeles. This was, I mean, this was a full-blown party. It was crazy. So Aaron Style, which is owned and run by Sean White, is like a hybrid uh, weekend-long competition and music festival. And during that event, that specific event in LA, there's a skate competition on one side of the venue and a snowboarding competition on the other. It was a two-day event. And uh, once the competition was over, everyone just kind of joined in with the festivities. Uh, a lot of big names were there, you know, both athlete and artists. And yeah, I ended, I actually ended up kicking it with Gucci Mane at one point. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> it was a trip for sure. It was, it was definitely a memory that I, you know, certainly won't be forgetting anytime soon. I mean, it sounds like you've experienced a lot of fun things over the years, but do you have anything specific that you're working on this season or any contests that you're going to do or goals or tricks that you're hoping to land? Uh, I mean, tricks are endless. You know, <laughs> I've always got more, more to figure out, more to do. Um, but, you know, as far as, as far as this year, it's, it's certainly going to be a tricky one. You know, traveling certainly isn't going to be all that easy. So I'm going to hopefully stick around Tahoe more so and get some filming done here. I will be working with Rome on a few projects, though. I was actually supposed to be in Ukraine over the holidays for an event, but I decided that, you know, flying during these times, it was really not in my best interest. Yeah, you can never be too safe and you'll have plenty more of those opportunities next year once 
everything calms down. A lot of people right now are just trying to focus on having fun and progressing a bit where they can. Build where you can, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. We just need that snow first. Lucky for me, it's supposed to snow a few times here this week. So Feel free to send some to the West Coast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, will do. But Nate, I want to say that we're really stoked to have you as part of the Mountain Vibes family. And like I've said before, you're one of the most humble and kind snowboarders out there. So I'm glad you're on board with us. Yeah, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And, you know, of course, hearing that from others is really what it's all about. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm really glad to be a part of what Mountain Vibes is all about. Unfortunately, you know, with all that's going on with this pandemic, uh, I understand that most of the events have been postponed. Is this the case? And what have you guys been doing to turn your focus on you know, planning and running these events? Yeah, unfortunately, as it stands right now, we had to cancel a couple of the events that we had planned for December and we're still trying to target doing an event late spring, but at this point it looks unlikely due to the pandemic and the health and safety of our family and the youth participants is definitely our top priority. Our give back events are definitely considered a large gathering. So right now we're focused on fundraising through a few different avenues. That way when it's safe for next season, we can still take out as many kids as possible and continue to provide them with the gear, transportation, and lunches, and basically anything they need during the event day. Of course, if you buy some apparel on our website, those proceeds do go towards these amazing events. And we're also incredibly grateful to the people who give monetary donations to the website as well. We've also been doing a lot of epic giveaways like the one we're announcing soon for Union Bindings, Apple AirPods, and a Mountain Vibes gift card. Um, a lot of people did donate to double their entries, which is amazing because, again, all of that does go towards our nonprofit events, helping these at-risk youth. That's all great stuff. Really impressive. I'm, you know, and I'm glad you guys are able to focus on the future. You know, currently, we all have to do our part in keeping each other safe. So that's incredible. <laughs> and so, um, you know, how many kids and athletes show up to these events? Each event is a little bit different, but we try to bring out at least 50 kids per event. And since we're pairing them up one-on-one -on -one with a Mountain Vibes member, there's usually around 50 athletes who show up. So it's a pretty big event and it's so much fun to be part of. Yeah. And, you know, I think giving to charity, A, strengthens personal values. You know, of course, I don't just mean that just by helping out with financial donations. Um, I think volunteering, if possible, is really important. Uh, are you guys ever looking for volunteers? Absolutely. Yes. Every time we do these events, we finalize a location and start reaching out to our reps and riders to see who's available to take out a kid. And when we still need more people, we reach out to people in the community who want the chance to be part of what we're doing. We're also working on a way for people to donate their old or um, any used gear that they have, including snowboards, jackets, gloves, all the kind of stuff to us that we can give away to kids during our raffle at the end of these events or auction it off. So if you can't physically make it, that's another great way to help us. Um, you can stay up to date with all of that by following our Instagram at Mountain Vibes and definitely do reach out to us if you're interested. That's great. And yeah, of course, to all the listeners, you know, if you guys are interested, please reach out and hop on board. So Jerry, you've, you've been to a few of these, correct? Oh yeah, I've been to about four or five of them. Honestly, they're, they're really amazing events, man. And could you kind of go into, you know, day-to-day -day detail on, you know, this yeah, yeah. What goes so, on? 
we generally we come in from depending on where the event is we're coming in from out of town sometimes or sometimes we host them locally here in california but generally we're going to the event we're going meeting with all the mountain managers and getting everything situated early in the morning before the kids even get there making sure that if they need equipment that say they didn't have beforehand a rental shop or something can provide them with that entire equipment so that no one's going unseen or without anything so it's awesome then those kids come up there they get there and we pass them out their gear and everything, and we pretty much just uh, create that positive environment for them, get them ready for that stuff. Some of them have never seen snow in their life before, you know, so just to even see that is like a life-changing experience for them. So you try and find those little things early on with them to make them appreciate just the little things that are there. Um, it's really awesome. And then we get them all, all situated and everything, and then uh, we bring them all in, and we do this thing called the circle of love. We all gather in a circle, pretty much just spreading that positive environment around one another and then they close in and do like a hug on one another, just getting ready for the day. And just, you know, everybody loves a hug, you know, who doesn't <laughs> building the height. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So, so, I mean, some of these kids come from, you know, different, different experiences, you know, so they may not get that. So to provide that for them is huge. That's, that's incredible. Uh, what is your favorite part of, of this event? Oh, honestly, just seeing the smile on the kid's face when they just, like are on the board or like on the snow and they just when you see that them having fun like and you see it in their eyes they could be sitting on the board and like they're just they're enjoying it and it's awesome that's that's special so you know i assume that there's you know a handful of kids that haven't been on a snowboard on skis before is is that true oh yeah definitely there's plenty plenty of kids out there that haven't haven't even touched it so you have to break it down to a very technical aspect or a way that they can even understand it because you're also dealing with kids it's not like an adult so trying to break down those connections you know really helps them i love that and with that being said i think it's time to announce the winner of our latest giveaway um this giveaway was for union bindings apple airpods and a mountain vibes gift card before we pick a winner, I do want to say a quick thank you to the amazing people who donated to our nonprofit, helping those abused and at-risk youth learn about the benefits of positive outlets in life like snowboarding. It definitely does make a difference. So we'll go ahead and spin our random draw wheel. And congratulations to Nick S. Krugs. You are our lucky winner, and I hope you'll use those AirPods to listen to our future podcasts. Woo, yeah woo. congratulations i also want to shout out to esc gloves for supporting this podcast and our mission they're a writer at own company that loves snowboarding as well as the culture that it creates they're super focused on making high quality materials fit and finish so go ahead and check out their gear at escgloves.com they also gave us a code just for you guys it's mv 15. That's MV15 at checkout to save on some gloves that are already a really great deal. Well, this is all incredible to hear. Again, you know, I can't wait to get into the mix and be a supporter of these events. I'm really stoked on the opportunity to be co-hosting this podcast with you too. We've got a bunch of special guests lined up for these next few episodes. Some of Mountain Vibe's very own team riders, among other big names. So we will be airing new episodes twice a month on every other Friday. Any of the listeners have any questions they want answered in our next show, please DM us on Instagram at Mount Vibes or send us an email at info at mountainvibes.com. Thank you to all the listeners for joining in with Emily Jarrett and myself. Uh, that is all we have for today's show. Now mask up and go snowboarding. Peace.
Thanks for listening. <laughs>